Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest it's Wednesday. It is. Is it still a happy new year? It's a happy new year because it's Wednesday. Have you kept all of your... Um, Resolutions? I forgot the word. How ridiculous is that? Well, I tell you what, it's hump day. That's what I know. <laughs> it's the middle of the week. And I, I might I, be in the middle of keeping a resolution right now. <laughs> hey, I'm still doing text talk. That's right. We're recording it for it. <laughs> there you Somebody go. owes me some money. <laughs> <laughs> Psalm 71. Psalm 71. So we, we were talking a little bit uh, the last couple of days about featured in Psalm 71, the perspective of the man of God, but in his age, yeah. the aged man of God. For, and, so for uh, all the people, I think we pointed out yesterday, this is for all the people still writing checks. Isn't that what we said? <laughs> that's, that's a good sign. That's a good <laughs> sign. Uh, we were talking about uh, some of the pit language also, and mm-hmm. you you trace in the scriptures different people who in, in, in their advanced age... Went into uh, the pit. Yeah, went into the pit. Yeah. Went into the pit. Raised up again from the depths. Raised up again. Let's talk about that a little bit today. All right. I'm going to read from the American Literary Version, Psalm 71. In you, O Yahweh, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Bow down your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of habitation to which I may continually resort. You have given commandment to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Rescue me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For you are my hope, O Lord Yahweh, and my trust from my youth. By you have I been held up from the womb. You are he who took me out of my mother's loins. My praise shall be continually of you. I am as a wonder to many, but you are my strong refuge. My mouth shall be filled with your praise and with your honor all the day. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not forsake me when my strength fails. For my enemies speak concerning me, and those who watch for my soul take counsel together, saying, God has forsaken him. Pursue and take him. There's none to deliver. O God, be not far from me. O my God, make haste to help me. Let them be put to shame and consumed who are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor who seek my hurt. But I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. My mouth shall recount your righteousness, your salvation all the day, for I do not know their numbers. I will come with the mighty acts of the Lord Yahweh. I will make mention of your righteousness, yours only. O God, you have taught me from my youth, and hitherto have I declared your wondrous works. Yea, even unto old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I have declared your arm to the next generation, your might to everyone who is to come. Your righteousness also, O God, is very high. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? You who have shown us many and sore troubles will quicken us again, and from the depths of the earth will bring us up again. Increase my greatness and turn again and comfort me. I will also praise you with the psaltery, even your truth, O my God. Unto you will I sing praises with the harp, O Holy One of Israel. My lips shall shout for joy when I sing praises unto you, and my soul which you have redeemed. My tongue also all day long shall talk of your righteousness, for they are put to shame. For they are confounded who seek my hurt. All right. All right. So thinking about old men and coming up from the pit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so first of all, let me just talk about that verse that mentions that, coming up from the depths. I don't know if you noticed this, but in the American literary version, in that verse, which is verse 20, here, here's what it said in the ESV. You have made me see many troubles and calamities. Excuse me. You who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again from the depths of the earth. You will bring me up again. I don't know if you caught it here in the American literary version. Listen to it here. You who have shown us many and sore troubles will quicken us again, and from the depths of the earth will bring us up again. Well, I hear it now. You're right. You read over it, and I didn't quite catch that. Yeah. The, the New King James is also the singular. It's me, but us is, is second person. So, so there is some manuscriptal stuff here. Okay. All right. And so looking at the manuscriptal evidence, what, what, what folks looking at that have to say is we're not quite sure which one it is, and folks are making a choice. So some see this as... Here is an individual representing the nation, and so we've gotten to this point, and now it's it's the national statement of having been put in the depths and being brought up again. Some say, no, no, th- th- it really should be the individual. It's just talking about the individual. So I just want to point out, we can't make a strong argument one way or the other. But I tell you what I do see here. I see a really important point, a really important connection Because all through this psalm, especially beginning at about verse 14, beginning at verse 14, there's, there's, I'm going to talk about amazing things you've done. I'm going to talk about amazing Mm -hmm. things you've Mm -hmm. done. I'm just going to talk about some amazing things you've done. You've done. And listen, I'm going to tell the next generation about all the amazing things you've done. And you've done some amazing things. And I'm going to talk about those amazing things. (laughs) Are you getting, are you getting what's kind of odd about this? Yeah. I'm going to talk. And, and then us. <laughs> well, yeah. And I'm you're going to sit and listen. I'm going to talk about all these amazing things, but he never actually lists any of the amazing things. It's mm. just a declaration that there's a lot of them. In fact, yeah. beyond number. If I were to start telling you about them right now, I don't know mm-hmm. when I would stop because mm-hmm. I don't even know how many of them there are. I can't even number them. And I want to tell everybody about them. I want to tell the next generation about them. I'm just going to talk. But he doesn't actually list any of them here unless. Uh huh. Unless in this verse, we recognize a connection, an anchor. And I think that's exactly what we're supposed to do. Is this a a play on words here that you're going to throw an anchor into the depths on us? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did that on purpose. Well, this is just brilliant, (laughs) brilliantly poetic uh, on text talk today. Okay, so here's a question that the psalmist asks. God, who is like you? Mm-hmm. That Even though that's a, a fantastic question, it doesn't get asked just a whole lot throughout mm-hmm. Scripture. There's a couple mm-hmm. of other places. So we find it in Psalm 35 and verse 10, where there the psalmist says, you know, when you've delivered me, here's what's going to happen. All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him, the poor and needy from him who yeah. robs him. But I think the more significant—go ahead. Well, you mean, you're talking about that. I, I think about uh, in Deuteronomy, I believe it's Deuteronomy 4 in the giving of the law, uh, he asked the people, who is like our God? Yes. Yeah, that— uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, there's some other places where—and who who else has a God like our like God? Ours, so Deuteronomy yeah. 4, as it's giving the law, it says, you know, no other nation has a law like—has mm-hmm. th- a God like this. Right. And so in Deuteronomy 4, the really powerful thing with the Israelites is just that idea that, look, nobody else has this relationship with Yahweh, but mm-hmm. even more than that, nobody else has this relationship with the God they're claiming. Yeah. We've got a, an amazingly powerful relationship yeah. with our God in this covenant that he's given us. That's, so when, that's what's happening in Deuteronomy 4. this question, who is our God? God or who is like our God, there's some great answers, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I think this is taking us back to one of the places where this was importantly asked, Mm -hmm. and that's in Exodus chapter 15. 
Well, Exodus chapter 15 is also poetic language, isn't it? It it's is. A song. It's another song. It's yeah. a song. In fact, it's the song that Moses and the Israelites sang after they went through the Red Sea, mm-hmm. after they went through the depths. And then the waters come crashing down upon Pharaoh. Yes. And in Exodus chapter 15 and verse 11, listen to this. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness? Awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders. So here we've got this psalm that's all about God, who is awesome in glorious deeds, who's doing wonders, and he just over and over again, I've been talking about them my whole life. I'm going to keep talking about them. Keep me alive so I can tell some more people about them. And and he doesn't list any of them, except if we get to this passage and say, oh. It sounds a whole lot like that, doesn't it? I remember another time this Mm -hmm. question got asked. Here's the anchor for the nation when they came through the waters. Now, now watch this. Here's what I'd like you to do. Have you? Have you? I I think I saw you turn there to Exodus 15. Yes. Would you go ahead and read verse five? Sure. Exodus 15 and verse number five. The depths have covered them; they sank to the bottom like a stone. You know what? Go ahead and read verse four too, so we get what who he's talking about. Who's talking about? Sorry. Who's who's the them? (laughs) Yeah. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. So here's the contrast. Pharaoh's army went to the depths, Mm -hmm. but Israel did not. Israel came up from them, came up out of them. They did not go down into the depths. They were brought up again. Now, if you look in verse 12, what does your say in verse 12 there in the New King James? In Exodus Exodus 15. 15, Sure. You stretched out your right hand. The earth swallowed them. Now that's interesting because, well, the sea swallowed them, Mm. but how is it pictured? It's the the earth earth swallowing them. So what have we got? We've got depths of the earth mm-hmm. taking uh, happening here. Swallowing the enemies of God to deliver God's people. So here are God's people who have walked through the depths of the earth. Mm-hmm. They've seen calamities and troubles. Shame, right. dishonor came oh, upon them. With oh, the yeah. slavery and the hardship in Egypt? Yeah. yeah, under Joseph, there was great honor. There was great glory. Yes. They're brought into the best of the land, but then a Pharaoh comes up that doesn't recognize yeah. Joseph. Brought and them now, low, and they were crying out. They've been brought to shame, to dishonor. In fact, think about how this reflects on their God. Why would our God allow us to be these slaves in Egypt? But what he's done is he's delivered them. They've seen calamities and troubles, but now they have been brought up from the depths of the earth. Mm-hmm. They have been revived again. What is our psalmist doing? Our psalmist is saying, you know what? I'm, I'm in another place like Israel with at the Red Sea. Yeah. And I have enemies around that want me to be ashamed. I have enemies that are attacking that want the, the, the glory and the honor to be stripped away. They're really coming against you, Lord, because if I am shamed, you are shamed. And so deliver just like you did before. To, uh, to add a layer here to this callback to the parting of the Red Sea, Moses is 80 years old when he goes back and he leads the people yes. through that. Yes. And that is not a spring chicken. And apologies to all our 80-year-old friends, but let's just say it, at 80 years old, that's aged. That and, is aged. And that goes right along with no retirement for the old men. Yeah. Here he is. <laughs> and, what, and what is God doing? God is providing victory. He's providing glory. He's providing honor by bringing the people up from the depths of the earth while mm-hmm. the enemies 
are being crushed under the depths of the earth, swallowed yeah. by the depths and swallowed by the earth. And we've got a beautiful picture. So I get it. There's no direct statement in Psalm 71 of the wonders of God. But what he's doing is reminding everyone who reads this of that very first wonder for the nation of Israel. And that is, that's like the defining wonder well, for the, the nation the of be- Israel. It's the beginning of their nation. It is the beginning. Yeah. And it's we've got the plagues, mm-hmm. God's wonders in the plagues. We've yeah. got the Red Sea. And of course, this takes Pass us to over. Mount Sinai and the the shaking of the mountains, the fire and the smoke. This reminds us of all the victories that happened as they went through the wilderness, yeah. even though they refused to go into the promised land at that very beginning. In the wilderness, some of the battles they had, there were victories. Uh, we remember when Moses is holding up the staff sure. and they win. But then, of course, once they go into the promised land. So all of that is, even though it's not explicitly stated, this is not one of the Psalms that lists all of those amazing works. It gives that call back that says, here's the foundation. We For, for, the, for the original readers of this psalm, the, the highlight is, look, we are this people whom God brought up from the Red Sea. Do you think he's not going to take care of us now? I was just going to say, it is a powerful rhetorical device yeah. to put this in the psalm and to ask the question, oh God, who is like you, yeah. Yeah. is inviting all of those singing, all those participants to consider that. Yes. And I believe, rightly, come to the conclusion you're highlighting. Yeah. There's no one like God. Yeah. No one would surpass God yes, for yes. his mighty deeds. And uh, just to just to put the pin in it, again, remember, the Red Sea caps off the battle with the Egyptian gods, because that's what mm-hmm. those plagues were. Mm-hmm. Those were battles, if you will, with the Egyptian gods as, as Their Yahweh. Their gods not deliver them from any of it. That's they... exactly right. But Yahweh... He brought that. So powerful. Who is like our God? No one. God God alone is God. And he, he brings deliverance. He brought deliverance to Israel. He brought deliverance to David. He brought deliverance to whoever's writing this psalm. He will bring deliverance to us. Let's hang on to him. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, rate, review, share this podcast with other people. Give us some feedback. You can always email us, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's have a prayer. Our great God and Father, we have contemplated for just a very few moments who is like you and how exciting it is, Lord, to begin to go back through the scriptures and to see where that question is raised and the tremendous answers that come forth. You are wholly unique. Uh, in your greatness, in your power, in your mighty deeds, in your deliverance. There is none like you. And what a great honor it is to be able to call ourselves sons and daughters of God in Christ and to be a part of your covenant people in your church. And there is no God like our God. Father, help us to cling to that from youth and to advanced age until our days are done. We pray that you would take us to heaven to be with you forever. In Christ, in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.